0: Welcome back everybody, we're back to the Changing Times Transformation uh, Podcast here where we talk about anything and everything transformation related. So just to pick up uh, where we left off here, um, let's talk a little bit about the community in general here uh, for the both of you. Do you guys think that, um, and I'm sure both of you have been around long enough to sort of observe here, Do you think that the community in general has sort of changed drastically over the years, whether it be for good or for bad or anything like that? What is your opinion here, uh, Fiegel?
1: I think think, uh, at the very least we've gotten uh, at least a little bit more variety in the community over the past few years. I mean, I didn't even know what uh, transformation was back when I started. I don't. Know, I don't know how I discovered it, but I'm kind of glad I did
0: what I did. <laughs> so, do you think it's a little bit more accepted as a norm now, or it's a little bit less of a niche compared to what it was?
1: I think it's still a niche. I mean, a lot of um, not a lot of uh, there are a lot of people that aren't into transformation. They're maybe just other other niches themselves. But uh, I mean, a lot of people probably do think it's a little strange, but. Uh, I think it
0: has gotten a little better. At least. At least a little. And what about you, Thrandel?
2: Well, I really, uh, let's see, I've probably been bouncing around about 16 years now since I really got solid internet access and came across a few sites right at the very beginning of college. So uh, I'd say back then, you know, you had a few. Web rings and a bunch of GeoCities pages, and you kind of had to bounce back and forth and hope you found you know a link that was working. And you know, artist was still updating pages uh, right at the end of the right as the web ring thing was kind of dying out. Then we had a few years where it was kind of random but not much going on. And then you have uh mid 2000s DA and FA start showing up, so uh, you have. You're not limited to these tiny little sites that you can only get to from a certain link or if you memorize the URL or anything now. I mean, you can find uh, – just click back and forth between who knows however many artists and see someone's favorites. Oh, they favorited this guy. I haven't seen this favorite before or I haven't seen this artist before. So I can just follow this and follow down the rabbit hole and find 16 different artists just off of one person's gallery, and it's not even their own art. But uh, they're all sharing uh, artists that they like or that they uh, have worked with before, and it makes things really convenient in that sense. But on the other hand, I mean, uh, you know, some people are more open about it. Some people don't seem to mind as much. Uh, We've seen some artists who have become, I guess, who were always – maybe always reclusive, and it was easier uh, before – Everything got so linked together, but at the same time they're also getting some people get more visibility It's really hard to say i mean uh as far as community uh we didn't have as many message boards it was you know whether it was you have a few central message boards now, and I still hear about random ones or there I know there are other ones around that I just don't use as much It's all a matter of time and access. whether it's worth the pose. I mean, one reason for starting my own blog was just, I don't have to, I can just post whatever I want and not have to worry about anything else, but it's, it it comes and goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got all ages and it's just a matter of uh, maturity levels, you know, kind of bouncing back and forth, but I tend to, you know, try and stick with it just for the art since I'm not going to, uh, it's not worth getting in an argument about too many other things.
0: Right. So do you think it's since, you know, before we had all these, um, Yahoo groups and web rings and all that. Now that's more a little bit, I guess you could say compressed as far as, um, uh, sharing, uh, uh, ability with it being more focused on like FA and transfer and deviant art and the like that it's a little bit more beneficial there. Um, since while at the same time, you're also accessing uh, these other forms of, uh, I guess you could say niche or sort of uh, fandoms like the furries and all that sort. Do you think it's a little bit more of a better way to present people to like other fandoms or, if you know, transformation should still be its own little thing, sort of more should be considered its own niche?
2: I've never been a fan of keeping something in one niche. I mean, I like to, that's why I like to, you know, combine everything in one of my projects. So you look at, you know, why not have expansion and transformation and transgender and all that in the same project? You know, I just, I just like, I don't have anything against, you know, there's maybe a couple, like I'm putting it, my first couple projects, I'm actually going to have some female to male transgender just because I haven't done it before. And these artists are doing a really good job with it. Some of the ones I've working with. So, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, you have Deviant Art or somewhere else like that. You can find however many artists you want. You know, and maybe they they don't draw, they don't even draw transformation right now. But you can say, hey, I love your style on this. You did this image really well. Would you mind something else? And they might say, yeah. And then they start doing it, and they get into, you know, something different. And you know, someone else, and they're you know open to illustrating your concepts or other people in the community's concepts it's the opportunity is there and there's nothing nothing's gonna hurt you know if you ask them a question they shoot you down and say no all you do is send them a note and they say yes or no and it's it's really really convenient compared to before to be honest I never commissioned anything until DA came around uh I I never I didn't commission any art till 2008 and that was after I'd already been a member of DA for a couple of years just as a watcher with a couple of photos posted. But now the now that I'm here, I mean, if I see someone and I like their style, I mean, maybe maybe they maybe they want to draw it, maybe they don't. It's no big deal to me. But, the same, you know, granted, we've seen some guys who used to do some stuff, but they've gotten professional art jobs. And, you know, they hide their work or they share it, or they change their username and post some stuff on a different site. Okay.
0: So, um, what about here, since, you know, we're talking about transformation, it's a,
2: it's a good little, uh, system.
0: Oh, okay. I guess you cut out there for a second.
2: <laughs> That's fine.
0: Okay. So what about here? Since we're talking about transformation as a bit of a niche and then, you know, coming a little bit more abroad, I guess you could say, um, You can see now that, you know, of course, Twilight, you know, that popularized werewolves and then started the sudden boom in werewolf films and flicks and all that. So do you think with something like that, that uh, transformation can be something a little bit more welcomed in the world in terms of the general consensus out there and that we'll probably even see a little bit more of a rise in the content and the general sense of films and. Uh, shows and cartoons and the like, so what are your opinions on that Fiegel? i
1: th- I do think the media is a as a major influence on uh the transformation community itself i mean we've had a lot of uh shows in the past that uh actually uh featured some transformation at least in a few other episodes i mean off the top of my head, i know uh TMNT kind of uh, at the beginning, and uh, like Street Sharks is all about uh, their transformation into sharks and all that kind of stuff. It was, it's so, yeah. I think if the media can uh, get, grasp this whole idea of transformation, well, we'll definitely see a lot more of that in the
0: community. I got you. And what about you, Thrandu?
2: Well, I mean, it's it's really kind of random. I mean, you have uh, random, not the best word, but you have transformation all throughout literature all throughout history all throughout ever since we've been making movies Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde back in the 20s i mean we have examples from any given year we can say so transformation has always been in popular art and literature and culture whether it you know it's greek myths or anything else the issue is what you have people in the community who You know, make such a big deal about how a transformation has to meet these specific elements or has to, you know, make them uh, horny or something else. And that's, (laughs) you know, not, not, that's not what transformation is. I mean, you're saying you want to see a transformation? I can show you half a dozen transformations any given, you know, day, you know, from any given source. It's just, it's always there. And people will always utilize it, whether it's an advertisement. They want to show, you know, a photocopier transforming into a robot or someone, some woman's makeup, you know, or her clothes changing, you know, to make her more sexy or, you know, beer ad or something else. So the transformations are there it's, and people recognize them as, you know, valid forms of art or culture. It's just whether it meets, you know, the specific Guidelines or specific interests that we want to see as individuals, or as in in some cases as the community. But it's it's not like it's really any you know we might see more as computer graphics and certain things improve and there's more opportunities to utilize them in maybe you know so commercial aspects of fandom, but it doesn't change uh, what's already there.
0: Right. Right. So do you feel then that, you know, uh, let's say from the filmmaker or the, uh, the artist, or ra- rather the cartoonist sort of perspective here of uh, with what you see, you know, uh, obviously with like the likes of um, the process forum and how, you know, people on there are always on the lookout for these hidden gems without, throughout the uh, film industry for, you know, TF content and the sort. Do you feel that these sort of people who sort of focus on that aspect have maybe what they consider to themselves like a, like a hidden taboo towards, you know, putting more focus on the process and the transformation and then that sort?
2: Definitely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, if you have someone who's going to get in an argument on a message board about how a transformation has to look painful, it's not a real transformation, or, you know, you got to have, you know, a full muzzle werewolf, or they're not a real werewolf, or whatever you want to call it. I mean, if you're going to get down on the weeds, you're never going to be satisfied by anything that's done. On the other hand, you know, you can say, you know, I'm happy that, you know, we we got to see this in a major movie. I'm happy, you know, we got to see, you know, uh, monsters versus aliens we got to see you know 50 foot woman who's kind of cute you know or and it's just a weird and it's really funny story and you got some other weird monsters voiced by actors I like you know and it's funny or you know it's something something totally random I mean you don't uh you just you know take it where it's at like you know read a bunch of Roald Doll stories you know it's weird it's dark it's funny I mean and you can imagine I mean that's one thing decent thing about books is that you can you don't have to worry about someone else's visualization because you can visualize it yourself. But by the same token, uh, you know, there's there's art. I mean, if that's kind of why I commission. I mean, if I, I'm not gonna get complaint, I'm not gonna complain about not seeing the transformations I want to see if I can, you know, find them myself and produce them myself with the help of the artist, which is the whole reason I started uh commissioning art. Uh if you know I'm not if, if I can see what I want to see, then, you know, that works for me. And then I'll be, you know, there's, there's going to be an, a filmmaker, unless the filmmaker is obsessed as werewolves as you are, then it's not going to meet your standards. I mean, it's going to be a good movie with a werewolf in it. And that's what's really important. It doesn't have to be a, you know, a werewolf. And if the, the movie's you know, crap, then, you know, it's not going to make any money and no one's going to, no one else is going to want to see it. So, it's just a matter of, you know, what is, is the piece of art good on the whole? Is it entertaining? You know, and if there's a transformation in it, that's a bonus.
0: Okay, so um, do you have anything to add to that, Fiegel?
1: I think he makes a good point about the about details of the transformation. It doesn't really matter. The tra- transformation is 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 fictional to begin with. So I mean, if you're if you're complaining about uh, like the trigger or something something stupid like that, I mean, it's it's trivial in my opinion. I mean, is the tra- if the transformation? I think if the artwork itself is is good, I think that's all that matters.
0: I got you. Okay. So do you think then that uh, since. You know now werewolves are pretty much and even vampires, if you want to say that are so you know openly welcomed now, and even in the sense of uh you know transgenders uh, you know the transgenders are even now considered you know a big discussion as far as uh alongside with unit you know, the homosexual rallies going around the nation and even throughout the world here, do you think that? Um, in comparison uh, probably not as closely but in a general sense that eventually transformation will be maybe something a little more accepted in the future as far as pushing that envelope for creativity and uh, artistic value here in the future. So we'll start with you Fiegel here.
1: I think it's moving in the right direction. I mean, start with werewolves and move on to um... Another species, maybe, but uh, I don't really have much to say about this. Just that uh, people are people do seem to be a little more accepting of uh, of the idea.
0: Okay. Do you think like, uh, and I want to put in sense of an example of I don't know if you've watched the movie Brave, uh, but like such as Brave here, where um, spoiler alert to be had, (laughs) the (laughs) uh, protagonist's mother turns into a bear. So, um, of course the mother is the type that's really gentle and sort of, you know, really concerning towards her, uh, daughter and children and her husband's sake here. And then, you know, she turns into this creature that is considered fearful and big and omnious and, you know, your general fairy tale sense here. So do you think that in the future sense of, you know, film work and cartooning that that would provide a better you know drastic change or twist to a plot towards someone's story here
1: i think uh very much so and uh, it shows that we're moving on to other species we're not just focusing on werewolves like they're the only (laughs) only like creature to
0: transform into right okay so what are your thoughts on the whole general sense here at
2: I think, uh, you know, as long as it fits in the story, someone's going to use it. I mean, we have a lot of uh, folks, you know, now coming up who grew up with different, uh, you know, cartoons and things from the 80s and different uh, concepts. And, you know, you're, we're seeing a lot of independent films and a lot of uh, people who willing to uh, toss in something weird and something cool just for the heck of it. I mean... Uh, a lot of Josh Whedon's stuff, for example, and he's influencing a lot of other people, too. When you look at uh, Cabin in the Woods, the Buffy series, the Angel series, all the different characters developed in a, in a uh, world or a uh, situation like that. And, you know, if it's good writing, even if the effects aren't, you know, it's fantastic, then people are going to keep tuning in. And, you know, it affects culture as well. You have... uh whether expressions or characters or anything else who become pop part of popular culture. I can't speak to Twilight. I think uh werewolves and <laughs> vampires were definitely uh were definitely on the rise uh since well before that, uh in the uh end of the uh nineties. But you know, they've and they've had their influence on certain fields and certain types of things, but you know, you're always going to have something interesting. I mean, you can have something that comes out of nowhere, like The Thing. And then obviously we had its uh, the remake slash uh, pre- prequel that came out uh, just a few years ago. And, you know, it's obviously not what most people would consider. Uh, it's a different tor- sort of transformation, let's put it that way. But it's a very unique sort of transformation, and it's in- extremely in-depth in both the 84 version and the 2010 version. But you know it's and it tells the story very well both times, so you know there's always going to be something out there, and people are going to uh want to push the limits and uh try to throw things out and try and you know do something new and it's just you know important whether you support it by you know watching in the theater buying a blu ray or something else, but not necessarily you know downloading it or asking someone else where they can download or where they can buy someone or where they can download or find someone's, you know, uh, the art they're trying to sell for free because, you know, it's just it You're just going to limit production if you're stealing someone else's work.
0: Right. Okay. So do you think then that uh, right as of right now, uh, especially with the likes of uh, superheroes here, um, not necessarily the transformation we're thinking of in mind, but just the idea uh, from just, you know, a general audience perspective here, the idea of just an ordinary person, and then suddenly they become the superhero with superpowers and something very unnatural that you see on an everyday basis. Do you think that today um, such a plot device such as that, say... Um, a character who's just an average person and then suddenly they form this almost alter ego or dual personality that they have to deal with. Do you think that would provide a bit of a uniqueness and maybe garnish some attention compared to what we're seeing there currently in the film industry now? Um, Especially with the likes of like, you know, Red Riding Hood actually coming back into popularity. Now I've seen how many remakes in the past couple of years for that. Um, we well, can say
2: just just the character Incredible Hulk is entirely mm-hmm. built around a normal guy transforming into a monster, you know, right. on a regular basis.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, they had all throughout the comics for Hulk. You had a whole bunch of other folks getting transformed by gamma radiation one way or the other. I'd really love to see a harpy. I don't know if it's been done in the co- cartoon. I haven't ever gotten around to actually caring enough to try downloading some episodes of animation just time and effort these days but then you have uh a lot of other characters like that um let's see uh i mean you have ant-man shrinking and so if you look at the original avengers like ant-man then you have the wasp as well who has been a uh periodic uh fan favorite as well so whether they bring that in in you know the next Avengers series in a few years you never know but there's certainly uh plenty of opportunities and there's uh, if you take any one of those concepts, there's plenty of opportunities for an independent production that, you know, just decided to examine the same thing. And there's been plenty of shrinking uh, movies over the years and or giant growing,
1: giant growth films as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So was there anything else you had to add to that, Fiegel? Uh,
1: I think you summed up uh, my thoughts on the subject very well.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. So... Uh, just to sort of summarize uh, what we've kind of go gone over with the whole idea of you know the general consensus worldwide and how t- uh, transformation is sort of uh viewed to the normal person here. Do you think that the world right now, or maybe even the near future, um, is maybe prepared for something like? Transformation as a plot device. I mean, obviously, you have places like Japan where they have so many niches and all these different, I guess you could say, fetishes that are pretty widely welcomed, not even only in Japan, but across the world uh, with the likes of anime and manga. Do you think this is going to be something that's going to be accepted a little bit more uh, as of now or even in the near future? Uh, so, what are your thoughts on that, Mr. Fiegel?
1: I definitely think that uh, we're uh, slowly moving towards the, um, you know, you know, accepting uh, transformation more as a plot device. Uh, I don't think we'll see a lot of it right away, but uh, if uh, filmmakers, like, more and more filmmakers, use transformation, I think uh, we'll see a lot more of that. I, I, Whatever I think, whatever the public wants, really—that's I mean, what we're trying to sell movies, you know.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. And your thoughts, Thandral?
2: I think it really, you know, it's if if the concept works, the concept works. I mean, I think if you asked the average person today if they knew what the transformation was, and they just say, "Oh yeah, like that," uh, you know, girl on the Willy Wonka or something else. I mean, it's <laughs> not a thing to them in the sense that it is for the way we follow it or the way we search it out it's just a for most people it's just another aspect of the movie they're watching or another aspect of the character development and so you know if it works for developing the plot or if it works for developing the character then they'll use it but it's not most people are never going to see it the same way that we see it or follow it or approach it and it's probably a mistake on our part to try and push them in one direction or the other. I mean, you can look at something like District 9. Most people talk, you're going to ask, you know, what was interesting about District 9? It's like, oh yeah, uh, robots and aliens, and this one guy got uh, injected with something, and he turned into an alien. They're not going to think, you know, oh yeah, transformation. Uh, yeah, that was a, uh, that was a key thing. It was just, it was, you know, it, it was used in the, con- in a social context to examine, you know, uh, some of the, uh social economic uh issues in South Africa at the time between immigrants and uh the natives and a you know leftovers of uh previous issues or previous issues that are still there but uh words are always escaping me when I try and do something like this huh. <laughs> so in general though i mean it's it was used at to advance the plot and to advance the character development and but it was, and it was central to the plot. But I don't think anyone you asked would ever uh reference it the same way that in our community or on our message boards is that we would reference it hmm maybe probably not even in you know how the, selling the plot or selling the selling the movie to the producers they' not, they're not going to it's just going to be a reference, but it's not it's not going to be approached in the, nearly the same way and it's from the same direction that we would approach it
0: right okay, so I can see where you're coming from that. So uh definitely appreciate both your responses on that matter. So how about uh in terms of going back to the community here, what sort of advice can the both of you can give to the community to come you know, become maybe a better place for someone a little bit new or maybe for even people that are in it right now? So we'll start with you here, Fiegel.
1: Well, I think there's been a little too much drama on on the site lately, personally. <laughs> but just you know, don't overreact to every little thing that goes on, and just uh, enjoy enjoy yourself. Don't don't annoy don't annoy the artists. Don't like uh, be be patient. You know, don't don't expect uh, your art to get done right away. Regarding, you know, regarding commissions, so just uh, uh, respect respect everybody on the site. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs>
0: I gotcha. <laughs> what about you Mr. Thandral?
2: It's uh it's you know I still have trouble uh you know I rec- I recognize individuals but it's just a matter of you know acting mature you know not getting hung up But like so many other sites and so many other uh organizations and groups on the web that are just you know out there to cause trouble. So you know it's as long as you're not begging for art or you know bugging people for with requests i mean if you want to see something and the artist you like isn't you know doesn't have the time to draw it on their own then don't be afraid you know either save up or you know take a chance or you know get together with someone else support their patreon and request a sketch or something but don't just go around begging for stuff and complaining when someone's uh the art that they post out of the goodness of their heart doesn't match your ideals or it's just You know, sounding ridiculous and immature. I mean, trying to, you know, act like an adult.
1: Have an open mind.
0: Okay. Gotcha. So now let's talk about a little bit with both your two, you know, I guess you could say galleries of wonders here for all the (laughs) commissioners you both have here. So, uh, like I said, to. Our listeners here earlier with Fiegel, uh, which his fur affinity is a little bit different. I believe it goes by HG3300, which according to him, he's trying to be in the process of changing that. Is that right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, currently they're not really, uh, they don't support changes, but I think there is a way to move move everything over. yeah, this was a this was a uh, username that I created uh, before I uh, before I actually created my persona, so I didn't have the the uh, correct account name at the time.
0: <laughs> I gotcha, no problem. So if you'd like to see all the wondrous artists he's commissioned and their styles and are also a fanatic of jerseys and this sort. (laughs) Um, I'm actually surprised you haven't formed any kind of commercial involving jerseys and rippage and all that. But (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that'll be in the works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So if you'd like to see more on his his sort of perspective on jerseys and the different styles of arts, you can find his gallery on furfinity.net forward slash user forward slash Uh, HG 3300 Uh, and also going to Thranduil here with his transformation repository, um, which actually he corrected me earlier, Uh, not only involves contests, but also a um, more of a widespread collaboration or even just commissions in general for different artists involved on this site. Um, You can find his gallery, on transrepo that is t r a n s r e p o dot blog blogspot.com so definitely uh ways to you know get yourself involved with the various artists out there and maybe even get yourself into commissioning your own work so um definitely appreciate the both the youtube here tonight uh it is great to hear from the other side of the uh spectrum here as compared to artists and writers and the like just to see what your thoughts are as far as transformation and community so um that is bringing us sort of to a close here for this episode so again i'd like to thank everybody for listening in and uh hopefully we'll be able to see uh you guys for our next episode coming up here and maybe in towards the season finale so um i'd like to say goodbye and uh, again appreciate both of you two for being here tonight
1: Thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I really appreciate it. I was actually a little surprised. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't realize that it's, it's such an amazing gallery.
0: <laughs> well, it's definitely something a little easier to pinpoint that it is yours, since I actually don't see too many jerseys out there.
1: Well, I feel, it feels a niche in the, in the uh, community. I you know, again, it's uh, something I, I saw was missing, and I, uh, I helped uh, satisfy that niche.
0: And hopefully there'll be many more that do the same likewise. All right. So uh, that brings us to the end and I hope everybody has a good rest of their day. Thank you.
1: Have a good weekend. Have a nice weekend.
0: And there you have it. That was the end of this episode. And this is episode three of season two uh, I know in the previous episode, I had stated at the end that it was also a episode three. And of course, that was an error. That was actually episode two, obviously. So um, definitely wanted to correct that matter um, beforehand, just in case anyone had any confusion. So, um, and one note as far as uh, Thandral's transformation repository, Uh, He did want to make a um, note as far as what his site involved. It wasn't really the main focus as far as pageant goes. Um, Again his uh, site is focused more on a collection of commissions he takes. Uh, He will find an artist like any commissioner that uh, takes his fancy and then he will present any ideas he might have for that artist that fits the bill and then of course um, share it on his site for everyone to view for their pleasure and also involved on his site he does have donation art projects in which uh, anyone can partake in and uh, if they find the interest in that project then of course you can donate your um, donate your pledge to the cause and uh, put it towards that idea so I just wanted to make a quick note on that uh, to sort of alleviate any further confusion on that matter Um, and uh, as in regards to um, HG300 aka uh, Figo Adler um, again he's avid commissioner as far as uh, having his uh, character transformation done in uh, various forms and most usually involving some type of jersey so definitely had some uh great experiences listening to those two guys and I'm sure we'll have very many more of the same same sort of uh, character and feature as far as commissioners go so definitely want to hear from both sides of the story and um, so at this point I'm gonna go ahead and bring it to a close and uh, looking forward to episode 4 we're getting towards the middle of season 2 it's uh, crazy how um, you know, after so many episodes, it can seem to be that you've come so far and yet it feels like it's only started. So, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you for the next episode and what we have entailed for that. So, uh, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, any feedback or recommendations, please send those my way and I will definitely address those as, uh, as it seems fit. So uh, this is The Changing Times, and this is Cheesy Dino, and I'm signing off. Thank you for listening.